All right, so this is from both of you. How did you two get involved with this project? Uh, we've written together for um, over a decade now. We made our first movie, Happy Hunting, together. So we're always writing, coming up with stuff. And, you know, some projects go faster than others. And this was one that went, you know, but it was just an idea that I think we were, we were sort of originally looking into some of these sort of American uh, government standoffs that happened in the early 90s. And kind right. of what the stories of, of of those were and who those people were and trying to think about you know what were the human characteristics and the you know the motivations that drove those people to that point and that was kind of an exciting world for us uh, to explore uh through a film and this is what came out of it and louie how did the uh casting process go for getting your brother in this too who delivered a great performance in this yeah, I, he asked for a lot of money. <laughs> and then we told, him, we told him no. And then he came back and said, please, no. You know what? It was, uh, uh, it just it just worked out organically, honestly. We had written the script and uh, Annette, who plays um, Alice Hayes in the movie, who plays, is my real life wife. Right. And then Milo's my brother and Joe and I have worked together forever and we all know each other really well. Um, so it just it just felt right we kind of when we were writing it we kind of talked about them like hey maybe they want to do it and we gave it to them they were into it and it uh so it was a good kind of healthy productive environment to work in right and with the Nets character in this being bipolar there's of course some mental health issues in the script how did you two want to portray that as well as being respectful to those who do yeah that, that was definitely something that we were very we wanted to be very sensitive to and aware of. And we actually talked to some doctors and some people who um, have family members or they themselves, um, you know, have some, you know, different, you know, conditions that they deal with like that. Um, and so we were, you know, and, and Annette did a lot of research on it and talked to people. Um, and one thing we've been told a lot so far is people really seem to connect with it, say, that feels so authentic. So we're very happy about that because, you know, the last thing we want to do is uh, make a mockery of something or not speak a truth to something that people actually, you know, have to deal with on a daily basis. And when you were directing this, it's so tight knit with like the scenery and it's really just one location, well, just not one location per se, but it's just all around this small town. So how did that all come about as well? Just getting the filming locations locked down. Uh, Google Maps is a it's a hell of an app. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, no. I mean, we had you know we were we were based out of LA, and right. we just said, okay, you know, we probably budgetarily are not going to fly to Wyoming. Um, so we got to figure out something that makes sense within a drivable range. Uh, and had really had gone on Google Maps and just sort of started looking out from Los Angeles. You can, you know, out of LA, it's why the film industry was based here back in, you know, 1900 is there's a whole lot of terrain that you can get to pretty quickly um, out of the city. And we had found, uh, you know, you go to those big bear lakes if people are familiar with that, but a lot of car commercials and stuff shoot there. So it's, they're a little weary, I think, of having larger productions come in. And we had, you know, just searched around and found this place called Forest Falls, which is this awesome little town 
um, 90 minutes out of LA. And I got up there and the people were super welcoming and thought the idea of the movie seemed exciting. And we sort of scouted around there and pretty quickly said, this is, you know, the place that will make sense. Right. And 90 minutes out of L.A. is really like a seven hour drive up there, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> Any relief, yeah. Depends on the depends on the time of day. Could be. So uh, how was the town kind of embraced you you kind of touched on it a little bit but especially with this involving like a standoff film with police and stuff like you said in the 90s were they abrasive at all or were they kind of you know enthused that this was everyone was really great yeah forest falls it's, it's a little community and every, it's very neighborly and everyone was really sweet i mean we rented most of all i think we took every airbnb in the entire town for you know our cast and crew uh so and even in that you know some of the standoff um in those scenes you'll see a couple guys walking around the background and women they're people from the town so they were happy to come up <laughs> right and you know of course you want your film to play on the biggest screen possible so with you guys being filmmakers in today's landscape we even have theaters closing down now mm. a theater i used to work at just is closing down today permanently. So how do you guys feel about what's going on with the theater landscape today and getting movies out there? Well, I mean, I think, you know, for me, I was having a conversation with someone the other day that since, you know, from like being a kid on, every movie I've ever seen in a theater, I could tell you who I saw it with and what the theater was. Like I connect like a memory to that movie. And like, I think that's a really special thing that's gonna be lost if we lose movie theaters. Whereas I think like any movie I've seen on VOD, like I've seen the movie, I can tell you about what the movie is. Right, but, but it doesn't like, have the I was, same I was probably at home. Yeah. Like, I don't know who was there. I don't know what was happening. I'm like, I assume I was in my living room, but I don't know. <laughs> Maybe I was on a plane. Like. So I, I like I, I think that having that experience with the movie is 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 lost, and also the idea of you know committing ninety to one hundred and twenty ish minutes to saying I'm going to go sit, I'm going to watch this story without anything else. I think that it gives the filmmakers a different platform in terms of how they tell their story, where I think they they can take their time with stuff they can there can be a different type of build that you know when you're building something for netflix you just have to approach it in a different way so i think there's there's a experiential element that's lost and sort of a storytelling element that's lost with with vod but watch it on vod <laughs> november 11th yeah <laughs> and louie what are your thoughts do you kind of agree with his statement on that yeah, yeah no for sure i mean you know it's sad but i guess well, you know, we'll see what comes next. I don't know. Maybe there, who knows? Anything's possible. <clears throat> well, guys, thank you so much for joining me today. It's been really fun, and congratulations on the film. Oh, thank you, man. Appreciate okay. it.